Cam and Danny, I guess you guys are watching the door. <laughs> Danny is going to roll his eyes so hard in <laughs> only the way that a brother can when seeing their sibling go off so perfectly. Uh, and Danny's going to... Can Danny go through the door? You can try. It like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm absolutely going to try and go through the door. I'll leave that up to Mikey how it works, but you can try. Yeah. I'm going to turn it around because this is so Max, this is your magic and you know how to use it. So I'm going to leave the choice to you. Does the door allow anyone other than yourself through or does it only let you through and it stops anyone else from coming in? So I think specifically because he's a blood brother, it lets him through and only him. No one else would be able to go through. I'm fine. That is fair. Okay, so Danny, as you enter through, you are able to pass through. But as Apeggio tries to go through the door, just yep. So Danny's gonna go back through into the present time and go up to Cam and say, "Cam, could you look after Apeggio for me? I'll be back in just a minute. If you watch our six, then we can get out of here and start looking at what's going on now." After Max has had his little show-offy moment. Cameron's going to look at him and be like, fine, play nice with your brother. I know you, play mm. nice. We'll see, no promises. Uh, so Danny's going to okay, take fine. off like, his... Oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> Danny's going to take off his messenger bag that Apeggio's book is inside of and give that to you. So Cam's just going to sling it over one shoulder so it's easier for... If he needs to grab it quickly, it's able to just be yoinked, essentially. Perfect. Yep, and then I'm going to head back through the portal. Cool. This is going to be so much fun. All righty. Danny, as you look back with Cam and Apeggio and the your book bag with Apeggio's book in it, as well as the drone kind of just whirling in the sky a little bit, you just look back, you just turn back to the door, and you walk through, waiting to see exactly what is about to go down. Danny, as you walk through the door, you are promptly joined with your brother Max. And as you as you walk through the door, both of you notice that while you are in the same location, think of it as like how movies give that effect of when you're traveling into the past. So it's more of a tinted like blue hue, so to speak. And you're just First thing that you all hear is obviously the chirping of birds and the movement of like critters through the forest. Like you hear the crunching of the leaves underneath your feet. But yeah, so this is your initial thing. And as the two of you are just looking around, you start to hear coming from the distance a what seems to be a more fe- a female voice just yelling and just panting and within a couple of seconds you just see a kind of tintish ethereal blue version of Talia running away towards the distance <laughs> in the opposite direction and as the two of you stay there and are just watching this you see <laughs> This secondary figure come into frame slowly, not chasing, but more floating behind her. And you just see this visage of a tatted, hooded individual kind of just floating their way after her. And you notice that on this hooded figure is just a bunch of locks and chains all wrapped up around their body. And where its head is, think of like the Christopher Nolan version of Scarecrow. So it's like this hemp bag wrapped around and it just has one eye hole. And as you are looking at this, it's just this creepily like yellow eye that's peeping through as it is floating. And that in its hands, you start see what looked to be like the two I don't know the official term for it, but essentially like the controls for marionette dolls with the strings attached to it. Just in their hand, chasing (laughs) Talia through the forest. 
And you both probably see it, both Talia and this ghost for all intents and purposes, just heading off in the other direction. <laughs> Got it, Chase. Did it? Did either of them notice us? Nope. Good. Yeah. I'll be honest. Didn't know if we could interact with things here. Good that we can't. Great. So, Great to find the, that out in the moment. So the way that I so the way that I foresee this, we're working on the logic more of not like time travel, but if anyone has played the cult classic for me on the Xbox, when you dive into people's memories, it's more of a kind of simulated version of it where you see the final moments, but it's not like you're actually there. So there's no chance for you to actually interact and change what might happen. That's going to require bigger magic if you want to do that, but I don't recommend you doing that right now. Oh, we will definitely be using some big magic, but not right this second. Can we synergize really quick here in this flashback? I was thinking uh, along the same lines. What you got? So can you as the magic master, can you rewind and pause? Because then I may, or we, given that I know one of your abilities, but I also have the sight, then we can investigate the actual monster so I'm... in this frozen part. Before we then go back to the real world and then use the science of Cam to maybe track down physical clues as like a, if we're going with video game references, kind of like the detective vision of Arkham series. I love this. It I am scientist. I am very down for this. So my question to Mikey, would you prefer that this take the form of a help out action or a use magic action? Here's the thing. So because you want to use your magic to, since you used your magic to open into a different time because you rolled so damn high, <laughs> I will say that you basically it's like the Adam Sandler movie click. You have the ability to rewind and pause if need be because you rolled so high. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So I'll reach out to at the air and kind of just turn my hand and rewind the past here. That's so cool. So cool. Danny doesn't say it's cool, but you can tell that he knows it's cool, and he hates that it's cool. <laughs> oh, cool. Okay, then I would like to investigate a mystery and use a move the sight in addition to that. If that's cool with you, Mikey. Can I roll to help out with this, or am I busy with the magic? I will say that you are busy with the magic, so while it doesn't require too much attention, you do... Because you have to focus in the attention a little bit to keep the pause function going. Otherwise, it's just going to continue to play out to its inevitable conclusion. All righty, Danny, go ahead. We'll start with investigate a mystery first, and then we can do the site afterwards. Oh, that is a six and a five plus Ooh. one. Yes. So that is a 12, a dirty 12. Okay. So on plus 10, so you get to hold the two. So what Excellent. happened? To, so what happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? And what is being concealed here? OK, and at this point, I would like to you or read you the site. You can see the invisible, especially spirits and magical influences. You may communicate with or maybe make deals with the spirits that you see, and they give you more opportunities to spot clues when you investigate a mystery. So I, for my first hold, I want to go with what sort of creature is it? I know. I'm sorry. It's obvious. No, it's not a it's not a bad. Huh? It's a good. Huh? Because. Okay. So remember how I said that my introduction to the Grand Pantheon of Mythology was my first playthrough of Persona 4, because that was the first Persona game I ever played. And I'm a new Persona fan. I've only been in the fandom for four or five years now. So I played four, went back to three. Then when five got released, initially, it's been great. But anyways, so one thing about Monster of the Week is I love me some mythological things. So what kind of creature is it? 
So while it's not the exact iteration, Danny, as you're taking a closer look at the pause feature and trying to get a different look and get multiple perspectives off of this creature, this is going to be fun. So while it's not an exact replica and the only kind of other mentions and images that you have seen have been through Apeggio's little book and the small research project you did for your history day project when you were in school. You get a closer look and even though it is covered in the hemp bag mask with the yellow eye, you see that underneath the hemp bag a little bit. And while it is tinted blue, you're still able to distinguish other colors. So you see a, a kind of like red skin where the neckline is, which kind of protrudes to that red skin tint, that red tinted skin also on the hands that are holding like these marionette crosses, so to speak. Essentially, what this is that this is my version of a Greek folklore kind of character known as Karagiosis, which is basically, yeah, John knows where I'm going with this. John knows where I'm going with this. <laughs> so Karagiosi is a shadow puppet and a, a fictional character of Greek folklore originating from the Turkish shadow play Karagos and Hakimi. So basically, Mikey. Uh-huh. Why this? Of all the things you could have chosen, why John. this? I know. John, do you want to give your two cents on this? Because you lit up when I mentioned that name. You're muted. <laughs> I was muted. I didn't want to go. I've heard people have done, I'll say this just to condense it because it'd be a theater. People have made beautiful physical theater and puppet shows about this legend and such. So I've heard like ballets and symphonies and things made about this from that part of the world. It's scary shit. This is their La Llorona. They're, they're, this is terrifying in a way. Go get him, Mikey. Good pick. <laughs> yeah. Not mixing all it up. The things. As long as I'm not mixing it up with something else. I want to be sure I'm... Nope, I, you're I, on track. If I'm on the right place. Okay, making sure. It can't I know exactly what you're talking fine. about, Mikey. It's, it's I know it what this thing is. And like... A, all the things you could have chosen that are like, this is what you choose. Why? For the record, I would like to thank my middle schoolers for helping me do some research for this because they're oh the ones God. that. So I gave them a list of what I wanted to include. They, for extra credit, they decided to do some research for me. And then they helped me finalize the list of creatures that are going to be a part of this game. So welcome to our nightmares. <laughs> oh, no. Did we pause it as this thing is like right in front of us chasing yep. after her? Oh, yep. Great. Oh no. Okay. That's great. That's fun. I'm sending an image in chat of what the artwork looks like. <laughs> oh, great. Thank you. Uh, there we go. Enjoy. Oh. Okay. I'm going to take a peek with my mic open. Oh, that's just not. That's just good. Okay. I don't like it. I love it. And I don't like it. All right. For my second hold, uh, I, I'm going to say, what can it do? Yay. So this I'm excited because this is where my little flavor text is going to. Because this is a iteration of a shadow puppet and it has the marionette kind of crosses in both of its hands. So <laughs> think of it as kind of. You remember the horror movie Puppet Master, <laughs> but like a less intense version. But essentially what it is, think of it as if this thing catches you, it basically like has these sentient strings that kind of wrap up a little bit and you can make you dance around like a little marionette puppet as well. It doesn't necessarily do any damage, but it's more of just like tee hee ha ha. Take a look at this kind of thing. <laughs> Don't like but that. other than that. Yeah, but other than that, it's more so to restrain and have someone held up as in a marionette position, but it can't really do much damage. Think of this as more like a servant, which means that there has to be some sort of master controlling it and giving it orders because it can't necessarily do anything on its own. So I guess the best way to put it is think of this as like a familiar. <laughs> But yeah, even if it doesn't do any damage, you don't want that thing catching up with you. Yeah. Okay. 
It's also giving shades of Puppet Mon from Digimon that has that same ability. Uh-huh. God. <laughs> the Digimon uh, reference. I will say, not to ju- not to go back to the tangent I was on, it's not always horror. There are happy stories. There are pretty mm-hmm. stories. Not all spooky scary. I was a little yeah. wrong, but it's still creepy. It's a puppet, which is just a doll that moves. So Yeah, that's pretty creepy. Yeah, but it moves by itself. So... Danny, upon inspecting this thing in pause, when he turns back around to you, Max, that Danny's eyes are completely black. Uh, like they, they it looks like they're covered in ink. So it's not, it's not like the demon eyes in Supernatural. It's closer to like wet, inky, splotchy looks. And then his eyes go back to normal, and he gestures like we should go let's just we're i'm i can't i'm out and danny starts heading towards the portal again i'm gonna assume you've got everything you need and i'll twist the dial back over and let the scene play out until we can't hear anything anymore and once we can't hear the sounds anymore i'll turn to leave but so I'm just going to give you this. So as you let it play out a little bit before you two turn around, you see this creature begin its chase once again and Talia running off in the distance. But both of you see that as she's running, there seems to be some sort of something falls out of her pocket and kind of just makes its way and kind of skitters underneath a bush. So as the sound and the vision begins to get further and further away. That little crap of whatever fell out of her pocket, it attaches itself to gets tangled up in the bushel of the bushes, so to speak. And it is now granted because this is basically different time, but the geographical parts of it still remain the same. Who knows? Maybe it might still be there when you get back to the present time. Okay. Yeah, let's head on back through. And as I exit the door, it'll fucking fall. Just dissipate. It just dissipates. <laughs> Danny's going to immediately go to a tree and just throw up. Just it- lose everything inside of him. It's gone. It's going to oh. take a minute. <laughs> so as we let Danny narratively throw up, welcome back, JC. <laughs> Sorry. You don't have to apologize. Do you want me to give you a quick recap as to what happened with you, what you missed? No, I can just listen to the audio when it comes out. <laughs> That's true. Okay, cool. Make sure you check the in-game chat because things got a little interesting. <laughs> Ooh, did it get spicy or salty? We know Neither. what it is. They know what it is. They were able oh, to identify what it is. <laughs> part of it is, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Blech. Nice drawing. Just to give you a frame of reference, Jace, this is a depiction of I got to make sure I pronounce it right. So it's a depiction of Karagiosis, which is from Greek mythology, and it is a shadow puppet character. So essentially, this monster is a giant shadow puppet. And we learned that it can do not some not so cool things if you get caught by it. Can you all hear me? Hey, now? Do me a favor. Yes. Type in the monster name. Got it. I'll say, as Danny is basically throwing up in the bush, Cameron's going to look at, I can't remember her name, Dakota's character. Max. And be like, do I need to know? Or should we just let it lie? We saw a creature inside, and I believe my dear brother was not a fan. It's real gross. It's real gross, Cam. So what is it that you saw exactly? And from your reaction, I assume it's... What's the word? I can't think of the word. It's not great. <laughs> it's like, it's grotesque. Is it grotesque? Is it not grotesque? Oh, it's grotesque. Oh, those are the fun ones. Cool. So is it grotesque in the way that it doesn't look human? Or is it grotesque in the way that it resembles a human? Which grotesque are we working with here? Danny's going to wipe his mouth and then describe the creature and then give all of the limited knowledge that he has from his own like research and stuff uh, and share that over. Give its name, what he knows it can do, uh, and uh, like where it comes from, origin stories, things like that. And then finally, 
wrap it up and go and it looks like it's a master but it's just a dog it's just an attack dog and there's it has a master and i think that's that's the real problem that we're gonna have to deal with it's concerning Very. so camera's gonna look and be like cool so we gotta deal with a creepy fucking doll awesome just what yes. i wanted to do with my time we did see one other thing in there, and I'll start walking towards where we saw the thing fall out of her pocket into the bush. Cool. So you walk over, and Max, you are able to easily locate what it is. As you bend down and go to grab it, it is a small kind of scratch piece of paper that has been torn up. And it's ripped and shredded a little bit. It's still in one piece, but it takes you a little bit to get it to a flatten it and get it to a better form. And you can see that there is something written on said note or scrap of paper. Okay. Cameron's gonna, because Danny did just empty his stomach, he's gonna be like, here. Because Cameron carries around a bag. We all know this. Full of snacks. It's a Pedialyte. For... <laughs> yes. So funny enough, he's going to have Pedialyte and Gatorade. Advice. Here, chug this. Knowing you, you're going to chug it. But here, drink this. It'll help your stomach. <laughs> Just handing him like you... a jug. Like a jug this big. Of fucking I, I told you we should have stopped on the way over here for food since I threw out his burrito. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Danny will turn Cameron's going to turn around to that and be like, look. Time is of the essence in this. And so, like, look, I'm a walking snack bar. Ask your brother. I'm a walking snack bar because of him. I'm a walking snack bar. Let's be honest. Do you, have Do you want a snack? You? I would love I have water. water. I've got Gatorade. I've got Pedialyte. I've got soda. I've got tea. I've got coffee. What do you want? Water would be amazing. Magic takes <laughs> a little like... bit out of me. It really does. He's going to reach into his bag, which is basically looks like a massive bag of holding and just hand him a bottle of water and a granola bar and be like, here you go. Thank you. I thank you. Thank <laughs> Lovely. As I, just, uh, just, a walk, just a walking arsenal snack. Do you want a granola bar? Do you want a bag of chips? I think I got a, like a, a club sandwich or something in here I made last night. You have a, you have a whole set. Anyways. All right. So, Max, Listen, you have, I, have Danny doesn't eat properly. So, like, you've got to have snacks on hand at any point in time for the spoof. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This Great. So after getting the water and granola bar, Max, you also do have the note, which again has something written on it. So you proceed to read it. Um, So let me read this. (laughs) Yes, I have a whole written note on my phone. It's great. So as you're reading this, Max, that the date on this entry seems to be the date in which based on the information you have been provided, like a little bit before Talia went missing. So here is what the note says. I don't know how to explain this feeling that has been eating away at me for a while now. I just don't think I want to be a part of alt-ego anymore. It's not that I don't believe in what we stand for, but being a part of the supernatural group is starting to feel suffocating. The constant pressure to conform to the ideals and the expectations of the group is getting to me. I feel like I can't be myself without being judged or criticized by the other members. I think what's really bothering me is that I'm not sure if I ever really wanted to be a part of this group. I joined Alt Ego because I thought it was a way to connect with like-minded individuals who shared my passion for the paranormal and the supernatural. But now I'm realizing that I don't need a group to validate my beliefs or my interests. I can explore the unknown on my own terms without feeling like I have to fit into a specific mold. I know leaving alt-ego won't be easy. There are a lot of people I care about in this group, but I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But I think it's time for me to prioritize my own happiness and well-being. I need to figure out who I am and what I want without the pressure of conforming to a group dynamic. It's time for me to step away from alt ego and embrace my individuality. I have to make sure that Ash knows what I'm about to do and hopefully everything will turn out the way that it's supposed to. And then that is the end of the letter. I would read that out loud as I'm reading it. Cameron's going to nonchalantly just say, so it sounds like our secret, so we've got to kill you kind of thing going on. Therefore. So we at least know why Talia wants to be late. 
from the group, yeah. It could be a bit of both, because if you think about it, she said she wanted to leave the group because she didn't feel like she wanted to be part of it. But with things like this, it's typically a you're in too deep now, either stay in the group or you die because you know too many of our secrets and we can't have that getting out. Could be. We honestly won't know because we would have to ask Talia. Honest, We would have to ask Talia more questions in all honesty. I, I am very curious about the person mentioned Ash in this. Oh, yes, yeah, that's the fire. Oh, isn't that Benny, isn't that her girlfriend? Yeah, I think so. And if Ash knew, then someone needs to check in with Ash and make sure, one, Ash isn't a target, and two, that Ash isn't involved. Yes, that Uh, is my concern. We can take care of one while we work on the second one so we can make our way to Ash. Hey, Mikey, can Cam send the drone into areas around town that he will think Ash might hang out to try and locate her? Since the town is, everybody knows everybody, but not everybody knows where everybody is all the time. And he's only using it as a second pair of eyes at this point. So I think we're all in the same area to be able to protect each other's sixes at this point. Okay. So here's what I'm going to have you do, Cam. So let me see. How do I want to play this? So I tried to draw the symbol and I horribly failed at it. It's oh, all good. So another brilliant idea, right? What if we just wander around the forest looking for this fucking thing, right? We fucking don't. How about we fucking don't? How about we don't? Are you saying this in character or out of character? Yeah, we'll say it in character. Cameron's going to be looking at look at him deadpan and be like, how about we don't know what this thing is capable of? We don't know what it is. Short of the information Danny has given us, considering none of us knows what we're doing, the best thing we can do is to find the other part of our group. I can send the drone to look for Ash while we also look for Ash, but we are not looking for this thing. But hear me out, right? What if we got more information by finding it? Okay, but no. How about we don't? Because I'm not looking to die today. don't like that that makes sense. But I have to agree with Cam on this one. Because, like, yeah, that'd be helpful, but I don't want to find this until we're ready to find this. Truthfully, I believe going to find Ash to be the more sensible approach, but out there for consideration. No buts. No, if you want to and you want to risk your life, you are more than welcome to. By all means, go ahead and walk around around this forest by myself. Absolutely, I would, because I'm not risking us. If you want to make that decision on your own, and you would like to make that independent decision. That is all on you there, bud. But I am not going to do it. I'm going to make the logical and sensible option and take my ass back to town and group up with the others to talk about what we have found. I'm not going to make a dumb decision to go find death. We don't know what this wounded me, good sir. Cameron's going to roll his eyes sarcastic. Aw, poor baby. You'll survive. Alrighty. So here, so the three of you are going to head back to town to regroup with everyone else while using the drone to do a secondary surveillance mission. So I will just say you're able to do that because why not? So the three of you walk back into town just for all intents and purposes. You all exchange messages and you make your way to a central location. I'll say it's like a local coffee shop that you guys find yourself at where all six of you reconvene. <laughs> I elect I like to name the coffee shop Cafe Latte C A Fe Latte. <laughs> yes, I'm pulling it from TikTok. Oh my gosh. Just think about it. We live in a town that actually has monsters in it. Why would we not assume that the Fey have a coffee shop here? Come on. It's within the bounds of the <laughs> Do you, you have, have to give a fake name when you pick up your co- when you order your coffee? Yes, it's exactly. One of those. All the locals, oh my all the locals <laughs> give the fake name because we know how the Fey are and everything. But the tourists give their name and they're like, "Fuck, what's my name?" They look at their <laughs> driver's license. That doesn't look right. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> I will say to take it a step further. It's like it's pastry goods and everything, but because I want to take inspiration from other mythological stories, it's like, for some reason, all the pastries taste really good. And that's because there's 
just a smidge and a sprinkle of ambrosia into it. But yes, so you all make you all reconvene at the coffee shop. The six of you just grab a table outside and are just sitting there. But yeah, so you guys will get a chance to exchange information since there are six of you. Who wants to who wants so who wants to go first? Which team wants to share their information first? Shall we share? And I'll yeah, look over Cameron, and Danny. Yeah. Cameron's um, gonna look at Danny and say, make sure you order something filling, and that doesn't mean a donut. I'm gonna get a wrap, which is just a fancy burrito. That is very true. Alrighty. So team B, you have elected to go first, and your spokesperson will be Danny. So Danny, you have the floor as you are telling the other three from team A what you learned in Ziphoris. So go for it. Okay. We went to the forest. We you Max used magic. And we were able to look into the past and we saw what was chasing Talia. And it was a Karagiosis, yeah? Karagiosis? Which I know, totally independent of everything that was, all the information that was given to me, but I know it's like a shadow puppet-style demon from Greek and Turkish lore, and what, when we investigated more, it's a controller, but something is controlling it. And I think it's there to just bind people and keep people in place for whatever controls this thing to do whatever. And that's, that's not cool. I don't like that. And then Max found the note from Talia that she, she lost. Uh, and uh, it looks like she was leaving Alter Ego. And it also sounds like her girlfriend, Ash, knew. Or at least Talia was planning on telling her. And that's, that's raising some red flags for me. And I think that's what we got. Right, guys? Yeah. And I'll slide the note onto the table for them if they would okay, like I'm to read gonna... it. Okay, I'm just going to... And if he's still playing with the drone, just flying it randomly around town and be like, by the way, Ash is at this in this place. Give her location so we know where Ash is. It's just a matter of we now have to find Ash. And I feel like she should know whether or not she does know. We should just make sure that she for sure knows what's going on, essentially. So how was your trip to the Padre? A sad one to be it. We got some information out of them, but it was mostly bits and pieces. We have a key. He hit me in the face. You deserve That's promising. It. That's promising. Cameron's gonna Cameron's gonna look between the two after that exchange. And why did he deserve? Because I've known him for too long. That doesn't mean anything. What what's best I don't know. What That's does fair. the key look like? What does the key look like? Let's see what the key looks like. Luther? I'm forgetting that I still had it. Takes out the key and hands it. Yeah, I'm going to look inside. I look at Danny. You know what this is. The symbol on the key. He's going to yeah. look at him with that. You know that. But and Cam's going to the... point it out to the... Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I say Cam's going to point it out to the rest of the group. That symbol is the same tattoo that Talia had on her arm, if I remember correctly. It's the exact same tattoo. The exact same symbol. Cam's going to sit there and think for a minute. I wonder if it's an initiation thing for all of them to carry this as this is their symbol. This means you're part of it. Or it's a way to get into their cult lair. That's what it is. It's, oh, you're now an initiate of our cult. You now have this to get inside kind of thing. You now know this secret location. That is something I'm actually curious about. With my delvings into the occult, have I ever heard of anything about alt ego, Mikey? So here's what I will say. I will say yes to the extent that, and just to flavor it, because this group relatively knows each other quite well. It makes it easier. (laughs) I will say because of your delvings into the occult, plus a little bit of study sessions with our expert Mason as well. You have heard of Alt Ego and you know a little bit about what they are. So specifically, what would you like to know? I'm not going to make you roll for it because of the spell slinger background. Do I get like one question here? Or am I, do I get like a variety of things like knowledge? 
I will say basic information can be given to you, but if you ask me questions that are a little more specific or if I deem that you're digging deeper, I'm going to have you roll f- for that deeper information. But surface level questions, I think, are fine. Okay. What do they stand for? What are their beliefs? Yada, yada, all that yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> what is the purpose of the group and how big is it will be my first two. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> okay. So... I do want to give a little preface at this part of the episode. We're going to be dealing into some cult phenomenon. Vibe Tribe Production does not support any cult of any kind. Remember, this is a fictional game, but the aspects of the cult. Hey, don't go there. (laughs) We support the Academy's cult, okay? (laughs) It is not an actual cult. Don't worry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a what cult? We'll talk off camera. It's from a different Vibe Tribe game, which you should totally go check out. But anyways, so alt ego message. It's great. Isn't anything a cult if you go to more than two meetings? (laughs) Not going down this road. Anyway, at this point that everyone's kind of doing more meaning of what is alt ego and everything. Cam's just Mm -hmm. gonna pull Cam's just gonna reach into his like massive EMT bag. That he carries around that's full of snacks, just pull out like a Contigo, pop it open, and just start drinking some tea out of it as he's just listening to everybody. <laughs> just holding his little like drone tablet in his hands like this, just watching around town just to see if there's anything suspicious while they're sitting in the coffee shop. I'll get back to you, but I let me, I'll answer Max's question first. Okay. So, Max. And then to a certain extent, Mason, too. Both of you would know this due through the study jam sessions y'all have. Alter Ego, the best way to describe them, they're more of like an academic cult, if that makes any sense. Instead of trying to control the world, release a monster, all that kind of stuff. They are basically the embodiment of if you take the concept of self-actualization, but you turn it up to 11. And you throw in a mixture of just like toxic positivity into it. They're all about the better of self and the harmonious relationship that humans and monsters have to be put together. However, that's on paper. (laughs) You also know that there have been rumors that's not necessarily all there is to it. While they preach the betterment of the self through the interaction with the supernatural and the cryptid and monster kind they also hold some sway when it comes to eh, more or less of a turn there have been some rumors that people and monsters have gone missing though there has nothing to been proven as to what it is but that is the extent of the surface level stuff. If you want to know more, you just need to let me know what aspects okay. you want to know more. And then I may or may not make you roll. <laughs> Was size going to be included in that? Oh, yeah. Sorry. So <laughs> I would say that alt ego, since it is more of an academic group, it is small in scale. So we're looking at maybe 20 people <laughs> per se, which is small, like between 20 and 30. To me, that's small. Okay. So my two in-depth questions that go a little bit deeper are going to be like, who was the leader and where are they located? Like, where is the group located in general? Like, so I'm going to, yeah, so I'm going to bend this move a little bit. I'm going to have you, so here's what I'll do. I'm going to have you investigate a mystery. And if you roll high enough, you will be able to ask me both questions. If you roll a little bit lower, you only get one. And then if you fail, you don't get to know anything. <laughs> okay. All right. So you failed it. <laughs> what did you end up getting? That's a six. So at least you get to mark experience. Hey, that means I love, but I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do the level up after the session is over. But on a six plus with investigative mystery. Oh, you know what? Okay. So I'm going to make this interesting because on a six plus six or less with investigative mystery definition wise, you tend to reveal something to the monster or you reveal some important piece of information in this sense, since you're speaking it out loud. I'm going to complicate some things real quick. (laughs) 
So as you're giving your explanation as to what all ego is to the rest of the group, and then you're thinking out loud about this cult and you're just loudly saying the name alt ego. Let's see. As you're kind of saying this, you, well, everyone else, you can see a female figure standing the way that everyone is sitting. I'm just imagining that Max is like on the edge of the table facing with his back towards the sidewalk in the street. And as He's talking about alt ego. The rest of you see this female figure standing behind Max a little bit. And you're just all just looking at her. But Max just thinks you are all paying attention to him as he's giving this explanation. And at the mention of, so yeah, this cult, right? (laughs) You just hear, I apologize to what I'm about to do because this accent is going to be butchered. But... (laughs) All of you, including Max, say, it's just like, what the fuck did you say about alt-ego? And as you turn around, Max, standing in front of you is like this goth-looking chick in like black and white. Huh? Are you trying to put an Irish accent? Nah, I don't know what it is, honestly, and frankly, I'm cool with whatever happens. (laughs) It's an accent. It's your accent. accent. (laughs) It's a accent. I'm not going to specify region because it's going to shift probably. But anyways. You just see this punk rock looking chick standing behind you, like dressed up in black and white checker pattern skirt and like matching jacket that she has black hair with parts of it colored a bright violet color, wearing like the eyeliner and the black lipstick. And she is carrying like a guitar case as well, kind of strung around her back. And go ahead. No, go finish your description. And yeah, she just says, what the fuck you say about alt ego? So from Cam's Cam's going to look up immediately and be like, that depends who's asking as he's taking another sip of his tea from his Kinshiko. Max, you were going to say something. Yeah. So as I'm like sitting there with my hands on the table facing everyone and I hear that, I'll turn around towards her and I'll stand up straight and turn around and go terribly sorry i only know the surface level if you'd care to enlighten us we welcome you here i'd be more than happy to share my tea i love that yeah and so i love it so much but yeah this lovely lady is just i'll tell you what i'm just letting you know you don't want to fuck around with them because dangerous yeah. things can happen and that would be and can she I, can just roll, looks. Can I roll manipulate someone? It depends. Mm. What are you trying to get out oh, of? Fucking scroll up to manipulate. I feel bad because I'm doing all the rolls. Is <laughs> You're the one that's currently having a conversation that's... with this wait, character, wait, so it makes wait, sense. I just, I just want to say, just I just picture with your comment there, Connor. Just Sandy, just sitting there. So I. It's I full would... on covered emojis all around her. Danny has immediately fallen in love. So that's where I'm at, right? We have sibling rivalry right now. I would yep. like to do manipulate someone to use her over to us. Okay. Into what it is, like, explain where she's coming from with this information. So I think what you're looking to say is you're trying to charm her, not necessarily seduce, because those have yeah. two different connotations. Yeah, Wait, yeah. Charm. Hard, no? No way. <laughs> Yeah, are you like, gonna, just because gonna? just because just because I have the the ability, can I use the help out just to see to help him at least? Uh, can you ro- yeah roll for wingman, please? <laughs> roll for listen, wingman. Listen, listen, listen. Cam is literally just is interested in this, but is so uninterested. He is calm as hell, and he's just sitting there. He's just literally got his little console for his little bird drone that he's got that is literally the shape of an eagle. And he's just, you know, playing with the controls and shit, watching what's going on around town and just listening to what's going on around him, just sipping from his contigo now and then. Who is going to try to wingman because he wants to see what chaos is going to unfold from that. Like, why not? Okay, so here's how we're going to do it, though. So I want to see how... <laughs> so, Cam, I'm... Yes, Danny, real quick. Max. And Jake's Max. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> okay, so here's how it's going to work. Danny, Jinx, what is the penalty for Jinx? <laughs> when you Jinx a target, roll plus weird. On a 10 plus, you hold two. On a 7 and 9, hold one. On a miss, the keeper holds two over you to be used in the same way. 
Okay, so here's how we're going to go. I'm going to go to Cam first, see if they're successful with the help out. Then I'm going to go to you, Danny, to see if you succeed at Jinx. And then the combination of those two outcomes, then we'll go to Max for their role. So, Cam, I'm going to have you go first. Go ahead and roll help out. So that means you're going to roll your 2d6 and add or subtract anything from cool. This is so beautiful. I rolled a 6 and a 4. I have so a that plus two to hold up. I'm not done. I'm not done, Connor. You failed okay. because here's why. Right. Here's why. So I rolled a six and a four, but Cam has a plus two to his cool. So that's twelve if I did the math right. So that's literally a twelve about action. Fantastic. So that is amazing. So what happens is on ten plus, since you got a twelve, your help grants. Help is going to grant <laughs> is going to help grant Max a plus one to their roll. So that is definitely going to help. So now, Danny, go ahead and roll for your jinx to see what if you, it happens. What you got? What you got for me, buddy? I just I just I want to say I love the fact that Cameron is trying to play middleman between the brothers to try to get them to get along. But Danny's just not. Nah, I don't care. Jinx. No, this, he's just, this he's, is how he's siblings just, work. He's yes. just instantly in yes. love with the, the, the probably the only other alt goth <laughs> person that matches I'm, his personality in the entire town. He's, she's mine. We here Listen. at Vitrive do not like simp over characters here. This is fictional. That is a lie. That is a bold-faced lie. We will see you over at Iconics, where that's all we do. Hold up. Let's see. We're ogling over real people that realistically will never get back to us. But anyways, I want to get back to this. Mikey, I just want to say, I'm going to call bullshit on the fact that we don't simp over anybody because we all know we do. Real or fictional. We all simp over somebody. (sighs) Anyways. In a specific way. Hold my face. look like the... Really? Pan- specific way. Uh, are you well, kidding me, dude? <laughs> but that's oh. actually a one and a two. Okay, oh, no. so, so I get to... So you get plus two, weird. I get it, so, right? Okay, so that's a three plus a two. That gives you a total yeah. of five. You get to mark yeah. experience. Yeah. Now, hold up. Let me look up the book real yeah. quick. So I get Doom. to hold over two, right? Do you get I to hold get two it? over me in the same way. Do uh, I get yes, to hold it, or does he get to hold it? I oh, get to as the, as the keeper. But I'm open to whatever. Fair enough. All right, anyway, I was going to say before this. this up. Uh, we, listen, man. I'm somebody with a sibling that I'm close to. We'll fucking die for each other, right? But that doesn't stop us from fucking with one another. It's going to be great. 100% true. My sibling would agree. 100%. That's part of the fun. Oh, so, so and, and Connor, Connor, what did you learn from from this? <laughs> we learned that the rule of three applies when I role play in games, and therefore we must now jinx Max a third time to fulfill the prophecy. No. Okay, wait, Mikey, I have a question because Sam has spent enough time around Dakota to, or not Dakota, Danny, sorry. Wrong name. Uh huh. To know and learn his mannerisms, especially when it comes to using the jinx. Would Cam, would Cam know that he's trying to jinx his brother out of curiosity, just by how his body language is and everything? Would he know? So I'm going to say you have been around Danny enough. However, I will say that this, I will say no. And the only reason why is because. The way that I see it, too, while Danny is doing the action, most of the actual magical tetherment, it's like a partnership between him and Apeggio. So Apeggio is really doing all the heavy lifting here. But Danny is doing like the movement components. So he wouldn't, and he wouldn't be able to tell from like body language or whatever that he's trying, that he's like angry or whatever at his brother, that he's talking to the hot alt chick. Nope. And the reason why is because based on what we've established with Cam so far, he's in the current process of studying Danny, which means he wouldn't be privy to that information until he observes Danny more. And given where we're at at the start of this campaign, we're not quite there yet. But over time, he will be able to pick up on that. But at this moment, Cam is not able to. Now, as far as me picking Jinx for this. So here's what I'm here's the two that I'm picking. So, Max, you're going to get a plus, you're going to get a, you're going to get a plus one forward, which means 
because technically I get to interfere with Danny. So you get an additional bonus to your role. And on top of that, the way that I'm narrating this is Danny, you're not really, you're not paying attention too often. So as you go to lift up the jinx, your hand smacks the table a little bit and spills your hot drink into your lap. So the second one that I'm going to give you is I inflict one harm to you because of this accident. (laughs) And now I roll. Very appreciative. Yes. Now now you roll. Yes. And I have plus one from you and plus one from Panda. So you get plus two, but let's see if it charm. does any good. Okay, so it's a six and a two on the dice, plus the two from you guys, plus the one from my charm puts me at 11. Okay, so on <laughs> so t- technically you're manipulating someone, but not in the sense you're using your charm more so than being intimidating or trying to get them to do something. So on a plus 10. They'll do what you ask for the reason you gave them. If you ask too much, they'll tell you the minimum it would take for them to do it. But since you're being charming, so I'm going to play this because I don't want to, because you rolled very well, so you're going to succeed. But this is how it plays out. You know what? I'm going to put you on the spot. Max, what what does your charming self say? You're more than welcome to come join us and explain in detail about what your experience is and some of the things you've been through. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? We fucking, I don't know. We're going to give her... What did I order? Did I order some tea? I imagine I have some fucking tea. It's, okay. Give her some tea. So, as you present this tea to her, she just looks you up and down. Max is just like, I appreciate the offer, but you're not really my type. In fact, no boy is my type, if I'm being completely honest. Slightly give Danny a look. Cam's just Cam is just gonna just in the background just chuckle softly and go swing and a miss. <laughs> Mike, Mikey, Mikey, like I, I got something, Mikey. What's up? Now you have to be specific, and I'm not shooting on you when I ask this question. Can I pick up? Can I pick up on what this dialect is? Is it British? Is it Irish? Is it Scottish? Or do I, mean, I just? Is it just general? I'm from an island in Europe. Do you have a specific <laughs> idea of where this is supposed hey, to be? But, um, hold up, John, 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 I'm, an, I'm going to, to rethink that question again. From an island in Europe. He's not wrong, though. Okay, no, but here's the let, hey, let me finish. How many islands are in Europe? That's the whole do joke. Do you really want that answer? <laughs> Wait, how many? No, 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 we do not have the time question. for that. Well, here's, actually, here's in here's, Greece, here's, Greece is a country of tens of thousands of islands. But when you ask okay, the Turks, but here's the yeah, thing: the Turks invaded all the, the Western islands. But here's the thing: that's the country. There. But if you're looking at your thing. Asian history, <laughs> or Asia Minor or Major, depending on where you're actually from, it depends upon the actual island you're speaking. And Iceland isn't really the Eurozone. They are, but they're Vikings. Game master, interrupting here bro okay as much as fun as this is we're gonna be here all night peoples i need to get through this please please uh, so to answer wait, your wait. please let me get through this <laughs> just for the listening audience and my players i'm not upset with anyone i'm actually enjoying myself but i do need to get to the important bits because if i don't set this up properly we're gonna be lost for the next time we play but to answer your question john as horrible as my accents are you could tell that this, and again, I know my limitations, but the, she's speaking in a very Mediterranean accent is more specific, not specific to Greece, but just a dialect that with the inflection and the pronunciation of certain syllables, you can't really pinpoint it, but you do realize that this person speaking is giving you a Mediterranean kind of like dialect. <laughs> Excellent. I'm going to, and not to add more time to your game, because I know we're right up against it. Since I'm from here and I've lived here forever and that was my history, will you let me roll or what knowledge do you think I have of this type of cult? Have I heard of it before or am I in the dark a little bit or do I just know we're in the woods? There's lots of cults. That's what they do in Washington. Am I just where that is? I will, it will probably be the latter. So you just okay. know there's a bunch of cults in Washington. <laughs> it was just one more cult. And this one's kind of Greek. Yeah, kind of Greek. Right. Okay. <laughs> That's all I need. Re- re- regards, cool. if you'd like to share. If it, 
And she just takes a deep breath. I guess it couldn't hurt. Oh, my apologies. My name is Ashley, or you could call me Ash for short. Cameron's and, immediately going to perk up at that. And if you are looking at alt eco, correct, as she looks over to you, Cam, and then turns back to Max. And if you are looking into alt ego, that means that you're probably looking into Talia's death. Since you are so charming as she rolls her eyes as she says that to you, Max, I can't fault a guy for trying. Just look at me. <laughs> Listen, Ash knows that she is that girl. Cam is going to nonchalantly say, in all honesty, you'd probably go for Danny before you'd go for him. But we're not going to talk Damn. about that. Anyways. Cameron's going to pick up the entry and be like, I believe this belongs to you, then, if you are the Ash we're looking for. And she kind of pulls out from her, because she has her guitar case. She also has her satchel. And she pulls out a small, like, burgundy-colored diary. And she takes the page and kind of stuffs it back in. All of you notice that it perfectly fits back into, there was a page that was ripped out of it. And Ash puts it back in and puts it back in her bag. Cam's going to console down and say, would you mind, is that? Talia's diary? In a sense, it is. And looks over at m the rest of the group. And I assume you have the key as well. Cam's gonna point to the table and be like, can we, would you mind if I borrowed that diary? If you I'll do you mind. I'll do you one better. Do you have anything important that the rest of you need to do right now? We were gonna go find you. Here I am. Cam Cam's gonna shake his head. Number one for subtlety, aren't you? That's <laughs> true, though. She's Ash just looks at the rest of the group. She thinks for a little bit. If you're looking into Talia's death, at least you are making more headway than the actual sheriff is, but that's a different conversation for a different day. Anyways, I'll do you one better as she kind of looks over at the rest of the group. If you got nothing more important to do, I can show you where me and Talia we're at that night. Cam's gonna nod. He's gonna say, I think there's other excuse me, there's other questions that we would have first before that. Just because I've drawn a few conclusions but they're not really concrete. But I do not think that this is the place to have this discussion. Considering there are, the walls tend to have ears and we don't want the wrong people to know that we're looking into this, so to speak. As we know, the sheriff doesn't like to do stuff because if it ends up being more work, it's resources that are burned at this point. Exactly. And I totally agree with you. But uh, it's one of those situations where it's better to show you exactly, and it might actually fill in the questions that you have yet to ask. But uh, I want to show you to see if that fills in anything. And if you already have the diary entry and the key, then there's no need for me to ask any entry-level questions of who are you, what are you doing, all that kind of sh stuff. It's better if I show you than explain it. I mean, as you said, we don't want the wrong people hearing, so why don't you follow me? And I'd be happy to show you and answer any questions you might have lingering. But we need to hurry because as Ash kind of looks around as she says this, I don't want certain parties to overhear this conversation. There's no time to waste. And she just begins. Don't dilly dally. Follow behind. Let's go. I got things to do later today. Cam's going to quickly grab his EMT bag and be like, oh, shit. Hey, Danny, I forgot to give you your bag back. I go. So it was never given back to him. Would have grabbed that in the forest. With, but yes, uh, thank you. Wow. But he's cool. going to basically, as we're walking and following Ash, he's going to basically keep the drone a little bit further ahead and recording it because it'll send Sweet. it back to his computer at home just in case. Alrighty. So as you all follow Ash, you guys make your way up the promenade of, I guess, what is considered Main Street here in Deskvale. And you begin to start to head towards more of the outskirts of the town. And as you get further, no, I don't want to say further and further away from dusk, like the outskirts of town, you can still see it. It's still relatively close. 
But now you're in a more secluded area of the town that begins to be densely populated with trees. And as you <laughs> as you approach and you're following Ash, she just stops. And in front of you, it's, it's a vacant lot. And she she holds out her hand and says, now, if you please, I'm going to need the key for this. I think I remember exactly what. Talia said, but I'm going to need the key in order to get this working. So if I remember correctly, I think Luther, you have the key, correct? So as do Talia I still said, have it or does, did I take it back after? Yeah, okay. I will say that you have it. Okay, cool. You give the key to Ash. We will hand it off and see where this adventure goes. Cool. So you hand the Go ahead. I was like, Cam's going to speak up. You think you know what she said? She did show me a couple of times, but then I think I remember what exactly she said to make the thing happen, but give me a moment. And so... You're not part of it? That was the assumption uh, I had from the diary entry. If you've asked... You know what? Remember, Talia was my girlfriend, and so she shared a lot of things with me. Outside of her father, she trusted me a lot, and I entrusted her with everything. And if you're trying to figure out exactly what happened to her, I see no problem with showing you everything. I have nothing to hide. Where are we, exactly? Oh, you'll see. And so, she takes the key and holds it out a little bit. Ash closes her eyes, and you just hear... You begin as she closes her eyes and focuses a little bit. You start to feel the wind pick up a little bit as the breeze begins to grow a little stronger. And from this key, you just hear Talia say, From brightest light to darkest night, let which that can't be unseen be brought into life. And as she turns the key a little bit, you just see a shimmer of a transparent shimmering happening and an invisibility cloak in a sense begins to dissipate a little bit as in view you start to see this old like metallic barn begin to appear in this empty space and on the it's so basically it's it's basically like a farm barn but instead of it being made out of wood and things like that this is like a metallic kind of silo situation with the description of what this building looks like. It's got like metallic awnings and things like that. Think of it as like a airplane hangar <laughs> in a sense, more than anything. And as this kind of building comes into view, plastered on the door, you see the symbol for alt ego on the front of it. And so Ash turns around and says, then, I hope y'all aren't too scared because we've got about 15 minutes before they're back. So I wouldn't make it quick if I were you. I'm just going to look at the group and be like, I will stay here with the drone. Enjoy that. So we can watch for them. Y'all want to go in? Yes. Go for it. But I'll stay here if someone else wants to stay too. Cool. So I'm ass- I'm assuming everyone but Cam is going into this building. Someone has to watch the entrance to make sure. And that is totally okay, because look at y'all working as a team. I'm so proud of you. Okay, so on watch duty, it's going to be Cam, and I'm assuming everyone else is going to go inside. Yeah, I'm going to pull the revol- the mystical revolver, which I haven't talked about yet, out of my back belt pocket. I'm going to flip the six shooter ammo part out spin it to make sure it's loaded clock it back and then put it back in my back belt and walk through the door he pulled yes pull out the glock let's go <laughs> spin it a little bit oh, make sure they're all cam, in there and then put it back cam only has two weapons he has the autonomous drone atomic pistol cool so we're good all right so everyone is getting gets their things together ash ash will wait with you cam because Ash is going to be on the lookout as well, just in case. And from her, she opens up her guitar case and inside you just see an electric guitar, but it's 
it's shaped like an electric guitar, but more in a sense that it's because I'm flavoring it because it's my game. So why not think of this as like a giant? It's a literal battle axe as but in the shape of an I electric knew you were guitar going that direction because it's it's not a it's not a it's not a weapon officer no it's an electric guitar which is also referred to as a battle axe in certain musical circles but those two are going to be on duty everyone else goes inside so mason jack luther max and danny you guys begin heading towards the entrance max you want to say something real quick easy dar you got to open the door first Oh, okay, yeah. Let me just like, like that, that, that seems like common sense. Is it dark? Well, have you opened the door yet? Can I op- can we open the door and see if it's dark? Yeah, so you open, so Max, you're going to open the door? Whoever's in front, yeah. <laughs> okay. I well, was since very pro- excited about the barn, so, you know. Okay, so that makes sense. You would be the one to open the door. So, Max, as you pull the sliding doors apart, so there's two of them, so they go and protrude onto either side as you open the door large enough for you and the entry team to see what's inside that inside of this barn is going to be revealed when we come back for the next session because that's where we're going to end it right there (laughs) it's beautiful i love it you just have to end it on a cliffhanger every single time don't you oh absolutely i'm so happy this is so good But yeah, so I think it's a good point to stop right there for tonight. We got a lot accomplished. Some fun things happened. You got revealed as to one half of this mystery because we got a monster. But we're going to get, hopefully, y'all can learn some more information when you investigate Alt-Ego's barn, so to speak. But until then, thank you for joining us for another episode of Dusk Vale, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast. When we come back with next episode, we're, our gang is going to investigate this barn. What secrets lay hidden about Alt Ego? Will they learn more about what exactly Alt Ego is and why Talia was involved with them? Will they be able to find enough information before the cult comes back in 15 minutes? You're going to have to tune in next time to find out how that all goes down. But until then, remember, from all of us here at Vibe Tribe Productions, remember, take care of yourself, love one another, and as always, let the good times roll. We'll see you for the next episode. But until then, ta-ta for now. This has been a Vibe Tribe Productions. Remember, take care of each other, love one another, and as always, keep those good times rolling. We'll see you next time.